this is Mr. Lowndes and Aaron for the Sports with Aaron podcast. We've had a little break here uh, over winter break, but we are back and we've actually got um, two Michigan State victories to discuss. So we're going to start out with Michigan State versus Nebraska. Um, and so Aaron, why don't you start us off with sharing what you saw, what positives you saw from that Michigan State-Nebraska game. Well, they they changed a lot of things after they lost to Minnesota. They kind of needed to do that. Henry didn't play well. He played very well in the Nebraska game. And when he started playing well, everybody else followed. Yeah, he definitely took that game over, right? I mean, that was a, a career night for him in terms of points, and you could just tell that he – he was putting the team on his back that night. So how about something you'd like to see improved from the Nebraska game, a negative that you saw? Well, you, I never pick on this from them, but points allowed. 77 is not going to win against most strength teams in this conference. Got to lower that number down, you would think, if we're going to have a shot. Yeah, and, you know, there was also that point in there where they were up by, were they up by 17? 15, 16 points. Yeah, and they just didn't. Uh, didn't finish. Yep, and they let them, let them kind of creep back in it, and it just kind of ended up being kind of a letdown as a finish. Uh, even though they won the game, um, would have much rather yeah. had, a, had a stronger finish to the end of that game. Yeah. And okay. if I can tell you things that Tom said about that. He, We won, but he was not happy with the finish. He was not happy with his big guys at all. He was not happy with the way they played. And it just didn't seem like Spartan basketball. Well, maybe once we're done here with the recapping the games, you can give some of your input on what you think the rotation would be or, or should be because – He's been toying with a lot of lineups, and it How looks about, like he's kind of solidified things a little. I, I like, yes, he has with AJ. Uh, with AJ playing uh, his best, he's only turned the ball over three times, and he's got eleven assists in two games. So I think he has done a good job with putting AJ in that spot position. I think AJ has definitely shown himself to be the uh, he's going to you know be their point guard. Um, doesn't seem like he totally knows how to use Rocket um, with AJ being the point guard and with Langford being back. Uh, Rocket's in a little bit of an interesting position, and then with the big guys, you've just got a, a logjam there with. Bowser and Kithier. Kithier, and, that's the guy that I like. Well, and then you've the got, guy. you know, uh, Malik gave, gave some good minutes. Cisco, or I'm sorry, sorry, Sissoko, uh, you know, he's he's quite the rebounder. Some great blocked shots. So he, yeah. He <laughs> yeah. But that meant last night against Rutgers, Marble didn't play at all. And Bingham only got a couple of minutes. So I think he's prob 
quickly solidified his rotation to what he wants it to be right now. Right now, he has this rotation what he wants it to be, and I don't think he's going to go against it until it stops working, and I don't think it's going to stop working anytime soon. Yeah, and the, you know, the fascinating part about that is, is Marble was a huge factor in their win against Duke. Duke game. Right, he had, he had a great game, and now he's kind of fallen out of favor again. Um, so... They, they'll the, all find their way back in it, but Tom has what he wants right now, and he's going to stick with what he wants for right now because he believes that this is the lineup that's going to win games, and I can't say that I disagree with that at all. Yeah, and, the, you know, the reality is only five guys are going to be on the floor at a time, and if you have six bigs fighting for minutes, it's going to be it's going to be hard. Uh, <laughs> you know, some of it's matchup-related, right? Like, um, yeah. Malik did a really nice job on Ron Harper Jr. In oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get to that later on because I – because I'm, I'm bouncing around, right? So, how about we talk then player of the game for the Nebraska game? Who was your player well, of the game? We brought him up earlier. How can you not go against Aaron Henry? How, how can you not? I mean, 29 or 27, right? 27, yeah. So, how can you, you not? Have career go high 27 that? points for him. Okay, how about play of the game? Is there anything that stuck out to you as a turning point or just a, a cool play? So, yeah. Um, hmm. So there were moments when Nebraska was coming back and we needed a big shot. And Aaron Henry hit a three that really – helped out a lot when we were kind of slipping back to him and just yeah he, he, he seems to have an answer for for Nebraska over and over again right I mean you I, I felt like it was the first game um, you know in the Wisconsin game you knew if you needed a bucket you were going to Joey but this was really the first game where you started to get a sense that if state needed a bucket, you were getting the ball to Henry and he was going to deliver. And up to and that point, can I say something? Yeah, go for it. I think Tom has found that guy that he can lean on, like Cassius Winston was. I think Tom's finally starting to find that guy in Aaron Henry that can really start to do what. I agree. And it's, it's nice to have multiple options, right? But you don't want to go into a game not knowing who your top dog is either. So it's it's would be great to have Rocket and Joey step up and have 20-point games and, and Langford and, and all of those other guys. But you really need your, your top guy uh, for everybody to know who that is. Yep. And I think right, we so, finally found out who it is. So let's uh, jump ahead to the next game then. Michigan State played Rutgers last night and beat them uh, rather easily. Yeah, ended up uh, being a 23-point <laughs> win after that uh, 
that three-pointer uh, near the end of the game. You think Rutgers is a 15 seed team? Wow, oh, you watch the way they played last night. Woo! If you play defense like Michigan State did against them, they're not going to hold up. That's what they showed everybody. Michigan State played strong, hard defense against them, and uh, that's what won Michigan State the game, is their hard, solid defense and just happened to figure it out. And, yeah, and you know, that defense and really that, seemed to And that's missing. what I said earlier. Yeah, you got to lower the points, and guess what? They did that by 28. Yep. That is a great number to have. A great number. Still along 77 against Nebraska, and then only 45 against Rutgers. So that's about 20, 22 points. 32. 32. That's a big number. Wow. But we also dropped by 20 or maybe like 17 or 16, but yeah. All right. No. But that that defense was really missing in some of those losses, right? And and the other yeah, the other thing I kept hearing from Izzo and from the players after this last game was um, this is the first time or, or it was really getting back to they, they actually played Spartan basketball. Yeah, Michigan State basketball. Right. So and is, and here's another I, thing that I liked. Here's another thing that I liked. Rebounding. 45 for Michigan State, 25 for Rutgers. Do, do you remember what that uh, rebounding margin was in their victory over Nebraska? It was something like... It was actually... So, think we, so Nebraska actually out-rebounded Michigan State. I think it was 31-29, yeah. to 29, it, which, you know, yes. so even though they got that win... Right, there's still the defense, like you already mentioned, wasn't there, like we saw against Rutgers, and, and the rebounding wasn't there, yeah, like we saw last night against Rutgers either. So, that combination of sure. defensive effort and rebounding in the rebounding effort, Joey Hauser came on in the second half and got like 13 yep. rebounds in the second half. <laughs> yes, he was, he was a machine. So so those things now with uh, the emergence of, of Henry as the go-to guy really provides, you know, a nice combination for state. But but we do have to yeah. talk about something that they the need to improve 18. on. And I, we I do have think to that, talk about, that we've got the same yeah. thing that we think they need to improve on. We got to talk about those uh, 18 turnovers last oh, night. Oh, man, that was brutal. Mountain. Um. But you know what? 18 turnovers, but the defense really stood up after turning that ball over. Some of those turnovers were just shot clock violations as well. So mm -hmm. you, if you think about it, we only had like 12 or 13 turnovers if shot clock violations don't count as turnovers. So, yeah, I think, uh, I mean, it'd be interesting to see if they, let's say they, you know, just had 10 turnovers. Eight more possessions, eight more shots. How how big could that margin of victory have been if they would have cut down on that area? 
they, they really yeah, could, um, they could have blown the doors off of that game. You might have seen Jack Hoiberg and Steve Izzo in with five minutes left in the game. Yeah, yeah, we could have. Like forty point game with like five minutes left. Yup, Steven Izzo, you're in. Jack Hoiberg, yup, you're in. Yup. <laughs> but that didn't happen because we were so just doing stupid things with the basketball. Yeah, but and turnovers yeah. for touchdowns, which really kept a minute. There, there were a couple of those, and you know, you I think you can live with some of the some of the turnovers that AJ had as he's trying to figure things out. There were just a couple of uh, really stupid ones that that you could tell um, Izzo was frustrated with. I think uh, Lawyer had a pretty lazy pass to oh to Rocket that got picked off and was a layup. Um, just a couple of things like that. A few travels here and there that you clean those up um and and even better outcome so how about for rutgers player of the game who was your player of the game for us you mean well yeah unless i mean do you want to pick a, a player of the game for rutgers that's kind of what you said oh i i thought i said for us so maybe i mumbled a little there yeah so uh, it's between, uh, I got to give it to Henry again. I was between uh, Henry and Hauser, but uh, got to give it to Henry again. Yeah, Henry had another great offensive performance. I think uh, 20, 20 points, but, you know, the rebounding, the assists, um, uh, he, he's definitely the main, the, the, the main go-to guy on offense. Hauser, like you mentioned, great rebounding. Uh, I thought he played better defense last night than we had seen in, in some of his other games. Um, but some of those shots just weren't quite falling for him. No, they were. And while we're sitting here, can I give credit to Malik Hall for some of his effort last night on the defensive end? Because I don't think we give Malik Hall enough credit for his defense at all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I thought Malik Hall played really good defense, and I thought Kithier played played good defense as well. Both oh, them, yeah. Um, that big guy only had three points. He was moving him, working him. And... Yeah. Yeah, that gave me their, um, their effort on the defensive end and the rebounding end um, gives me a lot more hope for how, how they're going to fare against some of the bigger – guys in the Big Ten, right? When they go up against Garza and Coburn and and some of those guys. But I think And by the way, we go up against Luca Garza and those boys next week on Thursday. Yeah. So now that you said that, that kind of made me remember that. But that's not our next game though. No. All right. So let's, so let's finish off play of the game. You got a play, play of the game, game. for it was going to be a time that Malik Hall got rewarded for his efforts on the defensive end. And he finally did with a beautiful bounce pass. And he slam dunked it and got a foul called on that same exact play. 
Yep. And I correct me if I was wrong, if I'm wrong, but that was somewhere in there that that lead was right around 20. You put that lead to 20. You oh, that put, put it to 20. Okay. 20 with that dunk. Well, there it, you go. The lead was that 20. Kind of, when he... That kind of sealed the deal, huh? Yep. And, uh, and by the way, when Rutgers was coming back in, guess who stopped it again? Aaron Henry stopped that run right in its tracks. Mm-hmm. And again, like you did in the Nebraska game, Henry had an answer for every single thing that they were doing. They got it back to within eight, and Henry said, no, n- no, this is our game, and you can't take it from us. So I'm going to start playing basketball now just so we can win this game. He comes out, makes a two-pointer, and then drains a three. And then Rutgers calls a timeout immediately after that. Now I'm going, yeah. Yeah, Thank you know, you. And, and we haven't given him enough credit for, the, for his defensive efforts as well. I mean, he is just a lockdown defender out there as well. Not only is he the go-to guy on offense. Oh, yeah. He's, he's doing it all on the he defense. He had to. Pretty good blocks last night, too, as well. Mm-hmm. But a, a question for you. How many times did you see Tom Izzo just doing his normal thing, getting upset? Yeah. You know, I, there was one time where I seen him, and his guys were bringing it up the floor, and he started he started doing his his version of slow down type of thing. Yeah. You know, I the, the first few games, uh, he, he was just kind of sitting on the bench, shaking his head, putting his head in his hands. So I don't know if the guys respond better to all of his screaming and hollering or if, or if they'd rather have him sit there and shut up. But uh, he was definitely into the game no. more against I think they, and Nebraska. I think they'd rather have him in the game. Judging by what happened last night, he'd rather be in the game. They'd rather have him in the game. They'd rather listen to him more than probably any other coach that they have ever played for because he has pushed them. They worked hard after that Nebraska game. Taping on Sunday and practice on Sunday, taping on Monday and taping on during practice on Monday, and then they also they had a lot of taping and practice put together, which really made it easier for them to just know what they had to do, and they went ahead and did it. So I think they need to do that more often because it really pushed them to do what they needed to do. So I think having Tom's voice really does help these guys. He needs to be in the game. They want him to be in the game. Because if he's not in the game, you already seen what can happen. We're going to lose to teams by like 20, 30 points. So they need him in the game. Yeah, I was kind of comparing it the other day to that, that the, you know, when your parents like, I'm not mad at you. I'm just disappointed in you. Like sometimes that's, uh, that's worse when if, if they're just, you know, I'm just going to sit here and shake my head because I'm so disappointed in what you've done rather than them being upset and hollering at you. So um, he, last night he was doing a lot of yelling and screaming at the refs too. Well, yes, it was. He, and there, 
And again, there was one point where he was bringing the ball up the floor and he was doing something with his hands and yelling at him when they did it. Which then he walked away, which told you, all right, the old time is always back. Yeah, Rockers might want to watch out. Okay, so let's uh, let's look ahead to the next game. You can tell us who it is, what you think the keys are, and the prediction before we wrap up here. You, you seriously want me to tell you that we have to play Purdue? Oh my gosh! Yeah, there's, there's a history of struggles there, aren't there? Yes, there is. And keys to the game for me is strong defense needs to be there. If there's no defense there, you know what can happen last year. We're going to get ran over by the same amount of score. I hope that doesn't happen again this time because we're at home. But there's this possibility that that still happen. But as long as we're playing defense, I don't think it can. Aaron Henry's got to continue to play his game. I think that because he's playing good basketball, this whole entire team's playing good basketball, and this team really feeds off somebody's energy like his. That's why we're doing so well right now, and that's why we are playing at a higher idea than what we were in the first three games. Yeah, I think you're, you're, the word energy is a, is a great word, right? There's been a, a much higher degree of energy in these last two games. So what's your, what's your prediction for the game? I think the energy will stay up and we will not blow them out because I don't want to do that. So I'm going to do 75-64 Michigan State. All right, I like it. Well, that concludes our show for the day. So this is Mr. Lowndes and Aaron with the Sports with Aaron podcast. We will be back next week to talk about that Michigan State-Purdue game. In the meantime, go green. Go white.